Today's topic might be a little bit controversial, it might be a little bit hard to hear, and it might not totally apply to your situation. I don't want this to cause problems in your relationship or in your life. I want this to be a tool that can help you. So if there's something that doesn't feel right for you, don't do it. Like definitely this is, these are just experiences that I'm sharing from, that have happened with other people or with myself. And this is how we've gotten out, out of out of those situations, but it might not work for everyone. So obviously I want you to do what's best for you and to make it work how it's going to work. It's a kind of a fiery topic, but I'm going to be honest and straight up. Your husband is not going to make your business work. Only you can do that. So it's time to stop relying on your husband to make your business work, like relying on him to relieve you so that you can work or relieve you so you can have self-care or relieve you to have a break throughout the day or even stop relying on thinking he knows what you need or taking on more household responsibilities without being asked, all these different things. I have worked with a lot of women this year that have a lot of resistance from their husbands. And that is hard. I know how hard it is to run a business as a mom and adding in that extra pressure from your husband or maybe it's from your parents or from someone who doesn't think you should be doing what you're doing or doesn't agree with it or doesn't support you. That is hard. And I see you and I'm sorry. And we're going to talk about some ways to kind of make it better. But I know every situation is different and it might just be something that um, you'll have to ha like have your own way of doing it, but we're going to try to try to help you out and just know that like you're not alone. A lot of women have resistance from their husbands or from their parents or just like the their church, their society, like there's so many different layers to being a working mom and that's what's hard about it and that's those are kind of the topics that we need to start bringing up because gosh, it's hard, right? So my husband is as supportive as they come with my business and a super involved dad, but there are definitely some things that are just heavier for women. Even the most supportive and involved dads are not going to do all the things you need to make your business successful or to make your life easy, right? Naturally, women are the nurturers, right? Like that's just naturally most of us are the nurturers. Like I've seen some really awesome stay-at-home dads that do a really good job, but for the most part, it's harder for like it's hard it's just not how they're built right so even if you both work you and your husband both work most of the time the woman is the one who knows the teachers keeps track of the schedules makes the routine charts um hires the babysitter every time schedules the doctor and the dentist appointments knows their doctor and their teacher's names signs them up for sports rotates the clothes set like out of their drawers when they're too small right like packing them up moving them onto the new sizes um uh, even setting up play dates, like knowing their friends' names. Those are things that, for the most part, are just natural for the for the mom. And like men think, as, as involved as my husband is, he thinks he, you know, he's like, could just fully take over in one day. Like they don't even know all the things that we think about and we do because it's just naturally part of our job, right? So I have learned kind of the hard way <laughs> that my husband can't read my mind. And even when I ask for help, it's not always what I expect or what I need. So let's just get started on some basic things that can help with making you guys work as a team, right? Making the relationship easier between you, your husband, and your business. Because for some reason, it just is hard. It's just hard. And it's it, maybe it's not hard now. I promise you there will be a time it's hard. My Mine and my husband's relationship 
is with my business like he is like I said supportive as they come but it hasn't always been that way and it isn't always that way it comes in seasons of different times that it's just really hard and so these are the things that we fall back on number one is having a schedule this is going to reduce a lot of stress for both of you he knows what to expect if he can't make it you can plan ahead with a sitter if you had it on the schedule first he finds the sitter if he had it on the schedule first you find the sitter but let's be real, ladies. Most of the time, we're the ones finding the sitter, right? But it's fine. The important point here is that your stuff is as important as his stuff. So you have to work together. So for me, I schedule my work days. Like I put it out on the calendar. I'm working this day. Um, I'm free this day. So if I need to take kids to appointments, I'm going to put those on my free days. Like I'm going to automatically know I don't work Fridays. So if I need to schedule dentist and doctor appointments, obviously this is pre-scheduled stuff. Um, I'm going to do that on Fridays. There are obviously times where things come up and I have to adjust my schedule because that's just what it's like to be a mom. And even if I wasn't working, that's how it goes, right? It's like, oh, kids are sick, cancel plans. That doesn't matter if you're working or not. That kind of stuff just happens. But um, so anyway, so planning ahead with your schedule. And for me, I don't use my husband 90% of the time as my childcare or my relief anymore because I just have have learned that it just doesn't work like if I need to work I need to schedule that in during the week with a babysitter because when the kids are home from school and it's night my husband's home from work it just doesn't work out like the way I visualize in my mind like okay he worked all day now I'm gonna work all night it just doesn't go smooth it really doesn't and I did it for a lot of years and I wish that I would have hired a, a sitter during the day and got my stuff done earlier so that I could just be a mom and have a family at night. Um, and that's kind of how things go now. So I don't really rely on my husband, but if you do rely on your husband, you need to set it up in advance. Like, Hey babe, on Tuesday night, I'm going to work. Um, can you take the kids out of the house and just like set that in advance on a calendar that you share? So, um, he can see it. You can see it. Me and my husband travel a lot out of town, so if I have something on the calendar and he is traveling on that date, I can plan ahead and get a sitter. If he, if I'm out of town and he's something on the calendar, then he can get a sitter. Like, it just, he knows not to book over things that are already set on the schedule without having, like, a backup plan. Now, that doesn't mean, like, if your husband's busy, that, that you can't work, or if if you're busy that your husband can't work, right? It's just figuring it out together. Like, okay, you have something important. I have something important. What's our backup plan? So that's why a schedule reduces a lot of stress is because you can both kind of plan ahead and know what to expect and know like, okay, I'm not going to be able to rely on my husband. He's out of commission that week. He has a busy week. He put it on the schedule. So I know that week I'm going to use a friend, a neighbor, a babysitter, that kind of stuff. So that leads me into number two, which is to hire help. Hire a sitter, hire a cleaner, whatever your pain points are, you need to figure out how you can fix those pain points, right? Or make those pain points less painful, right? So, um, first of all, I always ask, is this something your, like your husband can actually help with, right? So during the week as a working mom that's working from home, you're doing all the household stuff, rotating the laundry, doing the dishes, packing lunches, getting kids to school. And then while they're gone or while they're playing or while they're napping, you're frantically getting stuff done. And then you're um, doing more dishes, more laundry, more cleaning, whatever. So it's like a really crazy day. And your husband comes home from work and maybe he um, is super tired. So he like eats dinner and then just like watches TV. Maybe you say like, hey, 
Um, something that's been really hard for me to keep up on this week is dishes. Is there any way at the end of the day, you just can help me with the dishes um, after you're home from work? Like that's just like I have to work at night. So maybe at the end of the night when the kids are in bed, you do the dishes, I go work, something like that. So like it's figuring out, okay, is this something your husband could help with? If, if that's a pain point in it of itself, maybe it's time to hire someone to come a mom's helper, like a, a young girl that can come help after school two days a week, just help pick up and do the dishes. Or it's a babysitter or it's a nanny or it's an actual house cleaner. Um, my husband was home um, during co the COVID time. And at first I was like, this is great. He can help out because like I work from home all day with kids and now he's working at home so he can have the kids part of the time too. But it just didn't work the way I expected it to work. Um, because like for me, it's like, it's natural, right? I've been doing this the entire time I've run a business, but with him, he's had this dedicated workspace where he goes to work, works, and then comes home and he doesn't have to manage like, um, setting up activities for the kids, getting them food. Like it was stressful for him. So, uh, that was a little bit hard on me at first. Cause I'm like, I don't understand. Like I've been doing this for eight years. Why can't you help me like today while I have this big shoot? And it was like kind of a pain point for us. And it took me longer than it should have. Plus COVID, it was hard to get a sitter and all these things. But I finally realized, okay, this is a big pain point for us. Like, even though he's home and I'm home, it's not working for us to straight off with the kids. Like, we're both resentful towards each other about it. Um, the kids aren't getting the care that they need because, like, when I'm watching, like, it's just my care expectations are different than his care expectations. And his cleaning expectations are different than my cleaning. Like, it's just different, right? So it was a pain point. So I decided to hire a sitter when I worked, even though my husband was home. And even though sometimes he wasn't even working, like he was had his own projects to work on. Like it was too stressful to him to have the kids all day. Like that's just not how he's built. Like it's just not natural. Right. So um, then and the other thing is I also hired started hiring a weekly house cleaner because I had high expectations of what the house should look like when I walk in from work. And it was not that way. And it was a pain point for me because like I was the breadwinner at that point. And like, I would, th I was thinking like, okay, well, if you know, I'm like, if I'm the breadwinner, then I sh also should like it in my head, I had these ex expectations. My husband didn't, neither of us are right or wrong. Right. It was just a pain point. And so instead of being like, which at first I was like, why isn't this clean? Da -da 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 -da. I expected a lot of him. Right. But then I realized, okay, this is a pain point. I'm going to solve the problem instead of like coming home mad or resentful every day. I'm going to solve the problem by getting a, a cleaner to clean to my expectations. And I've taken care of the problem, even though I physically can't take care of the problem. I took care of the problem, right? I, I found a solution. So that's what I want you to do. What are your pain points? What are the things that you fight about? What are the things that um, just he's resentful towards, you're resentful towards, and how can you solve the problem without putting that on the other person, right? Like if it's something that bothers you, how can you fix it? Like if that's hiring someone to help you, if that's having like a mother's helper come, if that's um, hiring a babysitter, like how can you fix your own problems instead of putting them on your husband? A lot of times we try to put these on our husband and it's just not only is the problem not getting solved, but now it's a fight with your husband, right? And so hiring help and, and, um, looking for new solutions is going to help not just with the pain point, but also with your relationship. And then number three, setting clear boundaries is so important. And this is where it might get a little fiery because I think there's a lot of women that are just used to doing what their husband 
might tell them to do. And this is something that, like, the generation before us and even the generation before that, like, that's just how it went, right? But we're, it's different now. And, like, we're, we're a lot of us are two, two income households. Like, a lot of us both need to work because we're in a different day and age. We both are carrying a lot of responsibilities. It's no longer the man decides everything that we do and works and the woman stays at home and takes care of the kids and cleans and does the laundry, right? It's just not that anymore. So let's talk about some of those boundaries. Some questions that you need to ask yourself is why do you work? That's the first most important question because a lot of men just assume you're working because you want to bring in income. They don't want you to work because they already make enough money. So why why the heck would you work? It'd be better if you just took care of the family and... um and made dinner and cleaned the house like that's better for them right if if you're working then it's like oh there's more responsibility on me like we're already fine with our income uh you're not even making money so why are you even working blah 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 right but maybe why you work is because it brings you purpose and fulfillment and it's a creative outlet for you and it's a way for you to make friends and build a community and it feels like you're doing something for yourself and maybe it's not income at first, but as you grow that purpose up, it will become income, right? So a lot of those reasons are hard for men to understand. It really is. Like, why would you do that? Like, they're like, why would you do that? Why would you go leave our kids for two hours, spend all of our money um, instead of making money because it costs a lot of money to start a business. And, you know, like for them, it's like they start work the day one, day one they start and they're getting paid. When a woman is starting a business, it usually is a lot of investment before um, you see a result. And so for men, that's hard. That's hard. But if the reason you're working is not for the money, then they kind of need to understand that a little bit. Um, and if money is an issue, um, is there something that you can do to make money so that it's not even an issue anymore, right? So, like, um, I have had some of my women that, like, their husband's like, you can't use our money. We don't have a budget for that, blah, blah, blah. First of all, I would negotiate and like, okay, um, we each have this, this fund. I always suggest that everyone should have a blow fund. Um, the husband has a blow fund. The wife has a blow fund. It's no questions asked. We both get this much amount of money to just blow a month and you don't judge what I spend it on. I don't judge what you spend it on. It's a separate budget and I would start saving up that blow fund money towards your business. And if there's no extra money in the budget, I get that. But what are some other things you can do? Maybe you can babysit for friends and for neighbors for a while. Maybe you can get a part-time job to help pay for your thing. Maybe you you pre-launch. Like there's lots of ways to do it and I can help you with that on one-on-one -on -one situations. But because every situation is going to be different. But if money is an issue, don't make it an issue because it's not an issue. It's not why you work is not usually about the money, right? It's purpose, fulfillment, it's all these other reasons. And you have to set that boundary with your husband. Like I'm doing this because of this. It makes me a better mom because I feel fulfilled and I need to do this for me. Um, I always think about when my husband was home from work and he really, he like was home for a year, but like in that time he was working on side projects. So he wasn't fully home, but, um, I kept saying, no, don't go back to work. Um, I'm like, we're good. Like I can be the breadwinner. Like it's helpful when you're home with the kids because then I don't have to have a babysitter and like you can be the stay at home dad and da, 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 da. And I really wanted him to do it. And then, you know, after a few months of seeing him like just dwindle into depression of like, this sucks. I hate being home. Like he loves our kids and he's a good dad and he was a good stay at home dad, but like it wasn't fulfilling. And I always think about that when I, when I have this conversation with women, it's like, okay, so men 
could never, right? If every time someone found, found out that my husband was staying at home during that time, they'd be like, oh my gosh, how's he doing? My husband would hate that. He would, do, he would be so depressed. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Okay. That's how women feel. A lot of women feel too. But every time they hear a man's doing it, society's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe a man would do that. But women are just expected to do it, right? It's the, if we roll reverse, like I wouldn't be able to sit at home and do nothing and just be expected to do all these different things that my husband wants me to do while he's at work doing like making friends and how like, anyways, I could rant about this forever, but that's the first kind of boundary we need to set is why you're working. And then when you work, so like, what are your hours that you need from him? Um, are there times where he needs to take the kids when he's home from work so that you can get your stuff done? Um, and then how you work, I think is important is, as well. Like Instagram stories is part of working. Taking photos of your family is a part of working. A lot of thing, these things that bug husbands is like, okay, this is a part of my job. This is what my work looks like. I need you to get on board and help me with this. Um, another common thing I hear from wives is um, they don't like other people watching their kids. And I always say, okay, great. Let me know what your schedule is. Um, what day you can take off work so that you can watch the kids while I work. Because basically husbands are expecting wives to watch the kids when they're at work. But then when a wife needs to work, when a husband's working, now they can't have childcare. Like it makes no sense to me. So I'm like, okay, that's great. Um, then if you don't like that, I always say, well, that's not important to me. Um, I know that the babysitters I hire are people that I trust and that I love and that love our kids and our kids love them. So I feel great about hiring this babysitter to watch our kids. If you're uncomfortable with that, then you need to figure something else out that um, works for you because this is my solution. And if you don't like that solution, then you need to come up with your own. And that might be taking off a day of work each week to help me. But like I'm working the, during these hours and this is who's watching the kids. And that's a boundary that you kind of have to set. Another issue I see come up a lot with couples is that the man doesn't like the way the woman is doing things. Um, so the, the, the wife will be like, oh, I'm so excited. I've been doing all this stuff. Da, 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 da. And the, the man will instantly crush all the ideas and be like, that sounds expensive. That sounds like a lot of time away. Da, 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 da. And it's kind of like depletes them and like they're gung-ho about something they talk to their husband and then they don't want to do it anymore and I've seen this time and time again and it's so sad and so what I've said with these people is okay it sounds like it's it's not helpful or productive to talk to your husband about all your big ideas it sounds like those ideas get shot down and then you never end up doing the ideas because you don't feel safe and you don't feel like it's going to work any, like you're instantly filled with doubt. And that goes back to one of my old episodes about, um, going for it. Like I go for big ideas before I talk to anyone about them because I don't want anyone's like, Oh really? Like, I don't even want that tone <laughs> to crush any sort of energy that I'm gung ho about an idea. Because if I have an idea, it was inspired and I'm going to run with it. And we are in charge of our business. We have our own intuition, our own gut feelings about what we should do. And that doubt, when that doubt is planted, it starts crushing those ideas. So maybe you set a boundary that you don't ask them for advice or you don't talk to them about your business. You just um, have just this like, I'm going to work on my stuff today. Like, um, 
you can see what happens on it like seriously and my husband's never been like this but even still like he'll find out about a lot of my next big ideas from Instagram because it's just, like he's not in my industry he doesn't he's not gonna get excited about something that I'm excited about he doesn't really care like what big course I'm watching so going downstairs and be like oh my gosh I'm so excited about this course and then being like oh that doesn't build up my energy and it's like he's never said anything negative but it's still doesn't help but if your husband does say a lot of things negative or like brings up all the worries or concerns then it's definitely time to stop um going to him when you have your big ideas right and that's like sad but also it's like you know that's not your person like you're you're you find a business bestie that can get super soaked about your ideas talk to me about it like we're in the same field we know how exciting that is or how exhilarating all this stuff is okay so i think you get the idea with boundaries you have to set clear boundaries of what you expect and what you need and stick to those boundaries boundaries don't come from a place of control and if you're feeling like you're being really controlling then i would definitely take a step back and figure out like where are where are those boundaries coming from we want boundaries to come from a place of love. For me, when I set a boundary and I hold to that boundary, I'm able to not like resent someone or like uh, be frustrated with someone over something because I've held to my boundary and like if I'm not getting the help I need, I find the help like it's it's for me. And I don't even need to say the boundary. I can even just think the boundary. Okay, this is my boundary. If, you know, if this happens, I'm going to do this. If if I can't Ha if my husband can't watch the kids, I'm going to do this. And like, I just have a plan in my head of what my boundary is and I figure it out and then I don't have to feel resentful or mad or frustrated or all these different things. So this is going to lead into number four, which is writing a letter. I feel like conversations like these never go the way we intend them to go. They can blow up, lead to things we say that we don't mean to say. And then the, the point is never really made, right? So I recommend writing a letter of how you feel and what you need this is not the blame game the shame game like this is not like you suck at this i don't like when you do this this is not that kind of letter this is the letter like hey i'm feeling really overwhelmed with my workload right now i really want my business to work i'm so excited about all these dreams that i have and implementing those and i know that i can help provide for this family I know that I can feel a lot of fulfillment and purpose by doing these things, but I'm feeling defeated. I'm feeling like you're not supporting me or I'm feeling like I need extra help or I'm feeling like I'm feeling like overwhelmed with all the housework that I have because now we're both working and this is just a lot on me or blah, 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 whatever, whatever you're feeling, right? And then saying, this is what I need from you. And then I would leave it with, what do you need from me? And open up that, that communication with them. And that's super helpful. So don't give up. Don't give up on your business. Don't give up on your husband. I remember the years where the relationship between my business and me and my husband was a bit rocky. And he didn't love that every night when he got home, I left for work. And it took time for me to figure out how to run a business that doesn't run, doesn't run my life. And it took time for him to accept and support my work and value my work as a woman like women value a man's work. Um, especially when at first I was making less than him, um, that was hard to see the value in that, right? And it's just a learning curve. It's just hard. So let's recap. First, create a schedule. Make sure to add in your computer work time too um, because a lot of times it's like, oh, okay, well, you went to a shoot and you came home and now you're still working. It's like, okay, 
this is my work schedule. I have all this stuff to do at home. I have this stuff to do away. Like, this is what it looks like. Um, I, I know that was a, like for some of my friends that had like different types of businesses, product businesses, they're like, okay, well you shipped all the stuff. Why are you still working? Oh, well now I have to design the next thing. I have to, um, talk to all these people. I have to answer all these emails. Customers, like there's just so many parts of it, right? Number two is hire help for the pain points. And as an added bonus, if you can use the money from your business to fix the pain point and prove to your husband that it's one more reason why you working is awesome. That's super helpful. And number three, set clear boundaries. That will look different for every couple. couple. I gave you some examples, but um, hopefully um, one of those can work and apply to the situation that you're in. And four, write a letter and get all that heavy emotion and stuff that you carry off of your heart and um, get that conversation started.